Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Our parks have become very popular destinations. We saw that all throughout the pandemic, right? People needed to get outside, they needed to do something, and they headed to our parks. What we ended up with, in a lot of cases, was a traffic jam, usually in the parking lot. So visits to regional parks in Metro Vancouver have dipped just a little bit since their peak in 2020, but those parking problems have persisted. So Metro Vancouver has an idea for that. They've got a new pilot project. We're going to learn all about it right now with the help of David Levers, who's Metro Vancouver's Division Manager of Visitor and Operations Services for Regional Parks. David, thank you for being here. Hey, good morning, Simi. Nice to be here. So tell me about parking, trying to get parking at a regional park. How difficult is it? Well, we manage 23 parks around the region, and we don't have significant parking issues at all of our parks, but in a number of them we do. So we have a number of different approaches we use depending on the situation, depending on the park. And as you alluded to in the introduction, we're piloting a new project this year to develop uh, real-time parking information data for potential park visitors to view before they come. So how would that work then? Like, would I have to sign up? And yeah, tell me about this. Yeah, so at Iona Beach and Boundary Bay, um, two of our busiest beach locations, we're going to be piloting a project this summer where um, we will be collecting data at the park level and communicating that information online to people that can use that information while doing their trip planning. So ideally, somebody will be able to go online or on an app and be able to check out what the real-time parking situation is at either of those parks. You may have seen it in some of the commercial parking lots around the region where it might indicate the number of spaces that are available, what the percentage capacity is at any given time. We're hoping that users will use that information to make decisions about their visit, whether that means uh, coming at a different time, choosing a different location, or uh, or maybe adjusting the day they might choose to come to the park. It'll avoid a lot of frustration for people. There's nothing worse than getting all the way out to the park and finding that there's no place to leave your car. Right. When is this going to be rolled out then? We are working with a contractor right now to uh, to put the system in place it will be in place for this summer's beach season. Okay, so people will have to sign up for this, right? They won't need to sign up. It'll be a, a, they may need to download an app, um, and from that point on, they'll be able to check the real-time parking situation at these two parks, or there'll be a web link on the Metro Vancouver website that they can go to. Okay, are these the two busiest parks, would you say? I wouldn't say they're the two busiest, but they're two parks that we want to pilot this new approach. Um, We've used a various number of approaches to manage parking demand around the region, including pay parking, shuttles, Um, but this is a new technology that we are wanting to demonstrate to see 
whether it could be used throughout the system at some of these other busy locations. Right. Are these other methods then that you have tried, do they work? They definitely work. Um, we, we, you know, we like, you know, all parks experienced through the pandemic, you know, such incredible growth in the amount of interest in being outdoors in these natural areas. And at that point, we put pay parking in at both Tumtu Woofton Belcara Regional Park and Lynn Headwaters Regional Park. And both those programs uh, are operated seasonally and have had a, a, a really positive effect on being able to manage that parking demand. Right. I guess you're just a victim of your own success, David. Like those, these Metro Vancouver Regional Parks are very popular. Well, these land bases are incredible places, Simeon, um, to provide opportunities for people to connect with nature is so important to people's physical and mental health, and that's never been more important than it is now. Is it very challenging, though, in some of these cases? Because I know some people have a tendency to go, well, I came out this far, I got to find, I got to park somewhere. Well, there's real challenges at the two parks that we put pay parking in, in that the, the adjacent neighborhoods just don't have the capacity to take that overflow. So we worked cooperatively with the village of Belcara and Anmore and the Tri-Cities around the Belcara project, and we implemented pay parking at Lynn Headwaters in North Vancouver in step with the District of North Vancouver when they introduced pay parking at Lynn Canyon Park next door to ensure that you know, we were managing this parking demand um, on a local level. And how did those work out then? How did the pay parking work? Well, um, it worked out. It's working out very well to, to do what it is intended to do, and that's decrease the average stay length, increase the turnover, which allows more visitors to enjoy the parks. And it also promotes carpooling, cycling, transit, and shuttle use. We worked with TransLink um, regarding Belcara Regional Park and they increased service to the park last year, and we saw a 73% increase in ridership using Coast Mountain to get up to Balcara last year versus personal vehicle. Wow, okay, so it just sounds like we're, we're going to have to do a lot of different things, David, to tackle this problem. We will, and each municipality is different. We work with the local governments to, to roll out any of these programs, and we're looking at all kinds of different approaches, and we're really excited about this real-time parking information system. Okay, and so I guess people should just wait for this, and you'll let us know when it's up and running? Yeah, there'll be, um, you know, we'll announce that through our media sources once it's up and running, and, you know, those those members of our community that use those two parks regularly will will learn of this very quickly. All right. I look forward to hearing about it. David, thank you. Hey, you're welcome, Simi. Have a good day. That's David Lever, Susie, Metro Vancouver Division Manager of Visitor and Operations Services for Regional Parks. As we know, those regional parks are very popular. So this is a very interesting pilot project they're going to be doing at two particular parks, Iona Beach and Boundary Bay. They're very busy and there's, you know what, they're pretty, I wouldn't say isolated, but there's just not very good transit access to these two particular parks. 
And so they're doing, they're launching this website, which will be coming up before the big summer rush begins. And you will be able to check the website to see what the parking situation is like at these parks before you head out. So you can make a decision about, oh, I don't know, it's like 100% right now. And well, maybe we'll go when it's quieter, but it'll just allow you to plan your trip better so you don't get frustrated when you get there as a way to kind of ease congestion at those two particular parks there. And again, those are very popular parks for good reason. They're lovely.